Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to get to the cost of living, of course, because it is in the news again and the cost of living is constantly being spoken about as some will struggle to make ends meet at the end of the month on their salaries and others voice their frustration over the cost of simple everyday items. And I know I'm going to, this is going to sound daft, but I was on the way in this morning and I heard that Maltesers are going to now not have seven Maltesers in the pack. So they're removing seven. It's what they call shrinkflation. So it's a nice way, or when I say a nice way, it's a handy way of companies putting up a price without actually putting up the price. So essentially it's gone up by 10 or 20% by just removing part of the product. It doesn't matter where it's Maltesers or what it happens to be. It could be a loaf of bread. You remove three slices. It could be a packet of cream crackers. You only remove five or six cream crackers and make them the packet slightly smaller, which means in turn the company can make more money without actually charging you that little bit more. But then they increase the price anyway. But everybody is noticing everything is going up. Everything. Even stuff which shouldn't be going up. For example, car insurance is a classic example I spoke about on Twitter over the weekend. Um, Most car insurance companies are obviously declaring profits. Um, Claims are down, according to the... um, uh, solicitors and barristers and everybody else who are saying they're going to courts, the payouts are a lot lower, so claims are down, yet the insurance companies are charging more people money. And despite the raft of energy hikes that have already hit consumers' pockets, an expert has warned more are absolutely on the way. New Electric Ireland increases came into effect yesterday as the cost of living crisis continues. Customers can expect to pay around 165 more on electricity a year and gas customers will be hit with an extra 300 to 310 a year since January 2021. Electric Ireland customers are paying around 700 more for electricity, between 600 and 700 more for gas. So you're talking to Ruth about it this morning, herself and her boyfriend live alone in an apartment and they have a massive electricity bill. I couldn't believe it. She was telling me how much she paid. She's not even, they're not even there during the day. They work. So they're only there at night. And this is during the summer. What is that going to be like in the winter when you actually have the lights on and you're turning the heating up a little bit more? Customers, as I said, will be hit really hard. And bon- expert from Bonkers.ie, we spoke to before, Derek Cassidy, expects households bills to increase on a range of different services. He said, uh, we will also be seeing price increases later in the month from Panda and from Flowgas. There was a recent increase from Penergy. Pen- 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 and I wouldn't be surprised, he said, if we see other suppliers, uh, which are Energia and Boardgosh Energy and SSE uh, Electricity, announce price increases in October or November. Uh, I was looking there only recently at somebody's electricity bill and from 16 pence or cent, should I say, per unit up to 26 in the space of just one increase. I mean, the war in Ukraine has resulted in gas prices skyrocketing to 10 or 12 times the amount they were last year. And that's it's not only, by the way, the, the war in Ukraine. War in Ukraine certainly has made a big difference, as we all know, because Russia's cutting off the gas. Obviously, oil prices are affected. But as well, over the last 10 or 12 years, uh, climate policy changes across the world and the policies that the government are bringing in have reduced the amount of refineries that are being built. So it's not that we don't have the oil, but we're just not refining it. Oil is not costing any more now than it was probably costing 12 years ago in the big scheme of things but we're not just not refining it they're not building enough refineries anymore and this is a, bit, a lot of pressure now places like China and what have you in India have plenty of refineries out there but anyway the whole point is Ukraine has made the war in Ukraine has made a big difference as well with the price of gas now going up we rely on about 20% of our gas comes across from Ukraine so we're not thankfully as reliant on some of the European countries but the Taoiseach has warned the cost of living crisis could last into the spring of 2023 and Michal Martin said Russia's approach to 
to gas and the uncertainty around the price of energy means the situation could get worse before it gets better. We think the winter is going to be very difficult. We have to really look at this over the medium term, he said. And Minister Martin said that the Irish government has recovered well from COVID-19. Well, they might have recovered well, but the people are recovering as much, uh, which meant the government could cushion people through the winter. He said a package to alleviate pressures would be outlined towards the end of September. But for a lot of people, that's too late. They need the help now. Now, of course, there is a contingency plan out there that they may have to, if it comes to it, ration fuel. They may have to uh, elect a certain amount of garages to give fuel to necessary workers. They may have to ration the amount of electricity or fuel you use in your home or give it to businesses who are more important in some cases, for example, to produce food. All that kind of stuff may have to be done in the winter because we don't know yet what's going to happen. As I said at the moment, your lights are not getting switched on until 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Your, electric, your gas is not really being used apart from cooking. You're not heating your home because it's warm enough. So all this will be revealed when the winter months come in and September kicks in and starts getting colder. So I don't know what you're doing. People are feeling the pinch filling up their cars. Are you concerned about the cost of living? Is it concerning your family and your pocket and your salary? Are other things suffering because you have to pay extra for everything else? Have you left or have you anything left in your pocket or have you how have you felt it in your pocket that's how I want to know when you look in your wallet every day or your bank account how have you felt it and are you making changes the number is 87 188 has it changed the way you live let us know 87 188 or if you've anything to say about the cost of living I'm happy to take your call now I just see they're coming up online and that's and I don't understand why we have to foot the bill for the oil because and obviously gas as well because the companies who are supplying it are announcing record profits I'm just looking online here that they just announced the UK for example the BP and these are the main suppliers of oil 7 billion in profits Shell 11.5 billion in profits and Centrica 1.3 billion in profits and yet they're still increasing the prices for you and me and for everybody else to make their profits even more uh, the number is 87 let me go to uh, Mahalja Mahalja you're on Ireland's Classic Kids how are you doing? How are you, Niall? How are you? I'm good, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I probably don't do it in the right dialect, but I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right anyway. <laughs> uh, you are, you are, yeah. No, I was just sending a text there in your um, in your show that um, everything is uh, going up or higher. The, the, the mm-hmm. cost of living is, is getting higher. And plus, on top of that, a book's rental, 175 for one student, which other student as well next year is going to rent. I don't understand. Mm. And, a much, and, also, and, and so they're putting up things like book, book rental has gone up, has it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and a PE uniform that costs you a 125 What's wrong with uh, the uniform in a local shop? Will that affect, affect their PE performance? I really don't understand why schools are enforced. See, what I don't understand, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Mahalja, because what I don't understand is that things that... I, I understand the war in Ukraine has had a massive effect in relation to energy and the production of goods, right? But things that you wouldn't imagine uh, should be going up are going up. And it seems to me almost a case of, sure, we'll charge them more because we can. Because they're yeah. sure, sure, they're going to pay it anyway. It'll be grand. You know what I mean? But the, price, the problem is, when everything is going up at the same time, your wages just don't spread that far anymore. True. It's true. Everything is gone up. It's just like an automatic. One will, will increase and the, the other will follow. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, what, how can they justify a uniform and a book rental? How can they justify a, a writing cost on that? It, well, like, I, don't, I don't know how they can justify that. Maybe the printing companies charge more for the books because they pay more electricity to print on the books. I don't know. I, but it couldn't be that much, mind you. <laughs> it couldn't yeah, be that much of an increase. They're, they're, they're renting the, the, the next year's students will be renting the same books. Of course, yeah. That's the whole purpose but, of the book rental scheme, yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I hope uh, one of the department is listening to your show that could hear as well the, the anger of the parents. Like, I, I, I know maybe some parents can afford, but you'll hear a lot of parents complaining of, of uh, they're, they're picking which bills to pay, either to, 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 to pay for their, for their um, electricity or food bill and to choose between the two of them. You know, that kind of way. And how, I mean, how is it affecting you? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know your personal circumstance, how many children you have, are you married, do you have a mortgage? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of assuming all those things. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, and, you know, when you look in your pocket or you look in your bank account at the end of the month, I mean, are you worse off, do you feel worse off this year than you were last year? Oh, it's definitely Niall. Uh, before, I go to a shopping uh, for food bill. You can fill up your trolley for 70 euro before. Now, it's uh, an average 125. So you're really feeling the pinch. And like your wages is still the same. And where are you going to cover the, the difference of those of the food or, mm. or the electric? Like summer at the moment, I, I was assuming that my bill of uh, electric is going to go down because it's summer. Yeah, it's normally, it's normally that, nearly nothing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still high. And I really don't understand, and, and, and I know... Can I ask you how much, if it's not too personal, how much your electricity bill is for two months? Are you doing pay-as-you-go, or are you doing a, month, a two-monthly bill? Well, I, 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 I direct debit, uh, just recently, actually, to manage it's 175. 175 from, for two months? For two months, yeah. Yeah. And that this is summer. It shouldn't be that high. It shouldn't be nowhere yeah. close. Unless, unless you have an army of children watching all sorts of television <laughs> and playing playstations and turning the heating up while they're that. at it. I know that. I'm ranting, but I mean, I, I, just, I was just shocked this morning to, to get a, a text for a 125, you know, that really, that really... Uh, and I see, all those things are bad, but I mean, but you see, you're saying to me it's 175 for two months. Can you imagine what it's going to be like now when you have to turn back on the heating, the lights are coming on at four or five o'clock because it's darker in, in September. So when all that starts to happen, your bill is going to be double what it is right now. So, I know. So I you're know. going to be paying so, 400 a month or every two months. You know, and, that, yeah, and that's not including yeah. your, your, I don't know if you're heating with gas or oil or electricity. I don't know. But then you're going to have yeah, that, that bill. That's, that's just uh, electric alone. Yeah. So... Other other commodities as well uh, is higher, so I don't know where are we going to go. Mm. So, so what's uh, so what's the answer? I mean, I mean, the government claimed they're doing as much as they can. They're saying they gave everyone two hundred quid there a few months ago. That's as much as they're saying they seem to be doing but at the moment. That's a short term uh, um, solution, Niall. A two hundred bill uh, off on your bill. That's just a temporary. Well, that's um, gone already. Solution. Yeah, that's spent. That's gone already. That, <laughs> yeah. that's, <laughs> and even they promised uh, the healthcare for a thousand euro to now. I don't mm. know where it is. Okay, so you're, you're going to be struggling when it comes to the winter time. It seems. Yeah, mm. I know. I'm probably one of those will be will be picking which bills to pay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll stay there for a second. I want to go to Alice as well. Alice, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Alice? 
Hi, Niall. How are you doing? I, I've been listening there to Mahalja because she's obviously having serious problems like every other person in this country trying to get by every month but your money is just not lasting as long as it used to. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you my story now, Niall. I, my, at the moment, I, 80 euros a week, my electricity on its own. Now, 80 euros a week. And I'll tell you why. I, my son lives with me here and he is paralysed from the neck down. Oh, so my. Sorry to hear that. Obviously, all this equipment comes, you know, with that. You know, he can't survive without it. So that's on 24-7. So your bill is 80 a week? A week. So And by the way, and the very fact that you're using it for the purpose of having a son who's paralysed from the neck down, do you yes. not get some sort of waiver on that or subsidy on that? Not, or? not a dime. That's awful. Now, to give us a fuel voucher, I'm on careful time care trip. So to give us a fuel voucher from October till March... And but my that continues for me through the whole summer. The summer, of course, yeah, you, yeah. He, he doesn't, doesn't take a break stop. from us, no, no, no. So maybe there should be something, but there isn't. There is. I hate. Like I that. hate to be flippant, but he's not paralysed from October to March. He's paralysed all year round. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely awful that you don't get wavered from that. No, not nothing like that comes with it. No, you just have to peddle your own canoe, basically. Right, okay, okay. And then, of course, apart from that, he's always at home, so the heating has to be on. He's always at home, in the winter. yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. and that has to be on full time because he obviously he can't feel when he's cold or anything, do you know? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So everything is on all the time. And how are, you ma- how are you managing? Because, you know, people with jobs are complaining that, you know, they can't put fuel in the car, they can't pay their bills. And yes, you know, obviously you're at a carer's allowance, so you're there with yes. him all the time. I'm, su- I'm assuming he needs 24-hour care. So, I mean, how are you dealing with it then? Well, because no, that's a minimum amount you, of money. You, you, you do without a lot, as simple as. You do without a, an awful lot. You've no choice. Do you know what I mean? There's no uh, luxuries. There's no, uh, you know, special things. We go out every week with a list. And this is what has to be got, what's on the list. Not else. You know, you, you can't. And you can't look for the cheapest you can get. And you have other children? Um, well, they're all grown up now. They're all guys. grown up now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, but that must, have been, that must have been difficult enough to manage them when you had other children too. At least that's a little bit cheaper now for you. Well, it probably isn't with the cost of living, to be honest with you. Yes, yes. You know. But, um, you know, you, I, so what, what's a carer? How much do you get in a carer's allowance, by the way? Uh, 215 euros. And so with your 80 quid a week out of that immediately for your electricity, and that's just your electricity, that doesn't include yes. your other bills, your sky and everything else, or I don't know what else you have. Yes. I how are you managing? But you see, um, he gets paid, as just nearly said, he's in. He gets paid as well. He's on a disability allowance. Okay. So he gives me so much out of that. Do you know what I mean? For, but but that's know, still only 400 and something quid between the periods. But that's all, yes. Yeah. And uh, it, it really is a stretch. I don't know. You know I don't know how people and are managing. Our rent is 120 on top of that. So that's two. Gone out of your money. Before you... you, you yeah, buy, before you buy a, a slice of bread. Exactly, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, so when winter comes in, I'm just... I'm dreading it coming anyway, I really am. Yeah. I mean, it is going to get worse. I mean... Uh, it is. But, and, and I don't know who your electricity supplier is, um, but they've announced today, of course, Electric Ireland, they have a big increase come in uh, yesterday. Exactly. Uh, and the rest, yeah. the rest are probably... Who are you with? Who's your, who's your, your electricity? I'm with Prepaid Power. Okay, well, I don't know when they're going to put it up, but they probably yeah. will. They are. They're all put. Well, they will, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's more or less probably nearly double what you're paying two years ago for. Yeah. You know, I don't know how yeah. you. I don't know how you. Well done to you, Alice, because I don't know how you're managing. Uh, listen, so you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit uh, uh, more, I suppose, come the summer or come the winter now, aren't you? 
So what? What? So what can you sacrifice? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to. Do. I mean, <laughs> you, you really... can't. You can't sit there and say we're going to eat less. Yes, do you, know what you I mean? can't do that. No. No. I mean, you're already on a minimal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, they say walk uh, a mile in your shoes. I don't. I, with the greatest respect to you, Alice, I don't. Between yourself and you know, and him and his his money, the four hundred quid. I don't know how you're paying your bills and eating and surviving and paying electricity at that kind of cost, particularly when obviously your machinery. You know, to to keep his life comfortable has to be on all the time. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Those machines in his room that have to be on all the time. Mm-hmm. You you know, if we get a power cut, I don't know what we're going to do. But uh, I'm just uh, trying to save electricity and use it less. I do you get to get any re- do you get any respite at all, Alice? Um, they give us a respite in June. Um, it's. Was it 1850? No, another, I don't mean the, the, the financial aspect. I'm talking about people coming to help you out. Oh, carers come in to do. They come, yeah. they come in and they shower him. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, they do other things for him, you know. Do you ever, do you, I, I know this sounds stupid after everything you've just told me, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Do you get a chance to go away on a holiday or anything at all yourself, just to, a break away? <laughs> no, no. When was the last time you even had a night out or a weekend away? Oh, I can't even remember. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. Could be twenty years. I don't know. Twenty years. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You're one of life's angels, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, I'm sure it's worth it. I'm sure it's worth it. You know, it, because, it is. Of course, yeah, it is. I understand. Yes. I understand. Yeah. Listen, Alice. Thanks very much, and uh, thanks for sharing that with us. By the way. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Appreciate you going on there. Thanks. Bye. That's absolutely shocking, isn't it? Imagine that. Imagine being in that situation. Twenty years since she's even had a night out or a weekend away. But look, that's beside the point. Her electricity costs her 80 quid a week. She's not getting a fuel allowance in the summer because it seems the government believe the fuel allowance is only important during the winter months and they don't think of people like Alice who might have to care for somebody who has machinery. Quite shocking, really. Isn't it? The cost of living is... It's scary. Like It's way out of control. I mean, the, the government have created a country now where me and the missus... Uh, we both work, but we're living paycheck to paycheck. And sometimes we're not making it from paycheck to paycheck. I mean, it's by the time we pay our rent, pay our bills and feed the house, we've nothing left. I mean, we literally, we, we don't go for a beer at the weekend. Like, we we don't do anything. So we literally work to pay bills, feed the kids, and that's it. I mean, that, that that's not right. It's not right. I mean, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? There should be some money there that you can actually go and treat yourself every now and again. But there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. And, I mean, how can all these companies say, oh, it's, it's, it's you know, the war and it's the cost and everything, the price is going up and that's why we're charging more money. But yet they're recording like 180 million profit in the first six months of the year. So, I mean, if, if they're still making 180 million, surely they can pass on some of that profits to their customers. It's, I don't know, we're, we're being absolutely gouged, gouged. Yeah, they're not willing to make less profits, that's for sure. And 180 million is probably a very conservative estimate when it comes to energy companies, by the way, because most of them are making a lot more than that. I mean, as I said already, a lot of this is to do with the price of oil and the price of gas, because as you know, when they go up, everything goes up. Because companies who make food and <clears throat> produce food and manufacture and process food. They have to use electricity to do that. If their costs go up, the costs on the shelves obviously is not going to affect. I don't think we've really seen that yet. As I know you've seen it, but not as much as it's going to be. 
because you can only imagine what that's going to be like in the winter months when the cost of manufacturing goes up even more. Uh, the number is 087 I want to know how it's affected you. Some of the texts, by the way, and messages, by the way, coming in here. Um, Niall, the reason the book rental scheme has gone up in price is because a lot of parents don't bother paying it at all. So it fa- falls upon the rest of us to take it as the shortfall. Thanks. Um, well, they should be paying it. I don't, if it's a book rental scheme, this is not the voluntary contribution, by the way. This is a book rental scheme, which is in most schools is in between somewhere between 150 and 180 quid. It saves you a lot of money because you don't have to pay 500 quid for books. But if you don't pay it, you probably, I suppose you can say they shouldn't get the books because they have to have the books. I know parents who are not sending their children to school because they can't afford a uniform. That's true to God. I heard it on the radio. Has to be true. Parents are not sending their school to children because they can't afford, say, a tracksuit or a uniform. Uh, the number is 087 I like believe, yes, the cost of living is, is after going through the roof, but I really also believe that a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon. I really, really do. I think there are a lot of murders to abusing it. Like if you have a bag of logs and you're after, you know, you're someone that supplies logs or turf to someone, say, and all of a sudden you've put your prices up, but it's your bog, so what's increased for you? Nothing. And your logs and stuff and you're chopping them down, nothing has increased for you, so why are you increasing by over 50%? In some cases, doubling it. They're taking advantage of people now, and the you know, Irish people need to cop the f on and get out, get out onto the streets. That's it. Okay, all right. They get out onto the streets, huh? They used to do that years ago. Nick, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Nick? Hey, Niall, how things? Irish people need to cop on and get out onto the streets. She said. I remember there was a day when Irish people used to stand up for their rights. I don't really see it happening much anymore. Yeah, you don't. You don't see it really. You know, the Irish water was the main one that was big. You yeah, know, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, at the end of the day, the cost of living is man- manufactured. You know, it's not just something that happened. Like, we were shut down for two years, you know, and then all of a sudden they gave us free money, 350, 350, 350. Everyone was getting money, staying at home, drinking, getting depressed. And then all of a sudden now we have to pay for it, you know? And the thing about it is you have to understand who owns... Who owns the shipping companies? Who owns the container companies? Who who brings the oil? All these companies are connected. They all are owned by globalists. Our government works with globalists to do this. It's not it's not yours. Well, people. Now, now, I think Nick, now you're going in you're going into it a little bit deeply there, and I understand the point yeah, that you're trying to make. Yeah. Okay, you're talking about capitalism, of course, as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, but the, the point is, and I understand. I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole when it comes to yeah. why is the cost of oil so expensive, and why is yeah. the cost of gas? There is a, some of the obvious answers. The war in Ukraine clearly has had an effect uh, in relation to what has happened at the moment. But and that hasn't when you have gas and oil increasing in price, well that has a knock on effect on everything else, of course, the production of food, the production of everything else. And then you have people just profiteering from it because they think we can charge more anyway because they're willing to pay it. So but the thing about it is, how is it affecting you, Nick? In I mean, are you driving? Do you how is your electricity bills at the moment, your gas bills? How is it affecting you right now? It, it affects everybody when the price of things go up because if you own the oil and you own the gas you can't do much. You can't do anything without that. Your factory's running it. Your businesses run on it. So if if I if I have a business and my electricity goes up, I have to pass it on to the consumer. Mm-hmm. And and then it's just it's a snowball. It's a snowball effect on the whole of Ireland that we are being told now not to burn P, not to do A, B, and C. You know, it's 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 quite it's quite upsetting that Irish people are just sitting back some some of them and just not doing anything. But there's going to be a time now, like I can see this, within the next six months, 
like the farmers in 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 Dutchland and all that and and, and the Netherlands, people are going to be on the streets. You think there's going to be a point where people will say enough is enough? When when Ireland cops on to what's really going on in this in this globalist agenda, I think about fuel and Ukraine and COVID and all these things that's happened. You wouldn't. No, okay, you you, you believe it's all part of a, a bigger picture, and I get it. I'm sorry, I'm a bit rushed for time, and I I, I get the point that you're making. All right, uh, let me just go to Rachel as well. Rachel, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Rachel? Hi, Niall. How are you? I'm a bit starstruck. I'm talking to you. Oh, don't be starstruck. I listen, Rachel. <laughs> listen to you every day, and now you're talking to me on the phone. So weird. Okay, so you're 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 listening now to the radio, and obviously you yourself are in a situation where you're thinking of getting out of here. We're not thinking, we're going. Okay. Um, I'm literally sitting here with all my packing around me for my kids and everything. I've been packing for the last week. And we're going. We've no choice. Luckily, and where are you going? My husband, we're going to the Middle East. Okay, okay. Um, so we were lucky in, lucky in commas that my husband happened to get an offer of quite a good job. Um, because we can't afford to stay here. Like, we have three good wages coming in. We've Our mortgage isn't that much. And we were still struggling... So with three bills. good with three good salaries, and a lot of people would have two salaries coming in, but you have three yeah. good salaries coming in, yeah, and a low enough mortgage, but still left with very little in your pocket after you'd paid all That's your bills it. and everything else. In other like words, we, we, you don't have we, a, a decent lifestyle that corresponds no. with, with the money that you earn. No, and we wouldn't be ones for going on foreign holidays or going for weekends away or any of that. We also have to have two cars, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a smaller, very old car here because we're living in a rural area. We've no bus link, no yeah. anything like that. I mean, so and it must be awful because I'm sure, I'm sure you love Ireland and you don't want to leave it. You must be to earn the money you're, you're getting over there here. No, yeah, but I have no choice because the way I see it is like, what's there for my children? Like, I have a son, he's in his 20s. He's worked hard, went to college, did everything. Um, even on the money he was getting, if he did get a mortgage... Uh, there aren't any houses he's bidding against five, six, seven, eight other people if he mm. can even get the mortgage on yeah. his own. Yeah. Um, never mind affording to put a car on the road or anything like that. If you're single, I can tell you now, if you're single now, it's an impossibility to get onto the exactly. property ladder. Unless you're a millionaire or something, you're a very yeah, good Yeah, if you have money, do you know what I mean? Like to, to give to them and unfortunately, myself and my husband don't. So you feel, if you, you feel if you stay here, your kids have no chance basically of having no. a, a reasonable lifestyle no. or a good lifestyle. No, and that's not even getting into, like, my, both my husband and I have had not major health concerns, but we've had a few issues, you know, with age mm. and everything else. And the health system was just ridiculous. Like, I'm worse off now than when I started, and we paid to go private. We didn't have medical cards. We couldn't afford insurance. So we paid uh, privately, and we just got what I would deem to be basic care, whereas my husband had a minor incident, a minor over where he is now and he was in and out like I've heard yourself where, Okay, so whereabouts whereabouts the Middle East by the way? He's in Bahrain. Okay, and I have obviously he's got over to scope things and make sure everything is okay for you going over there. He's getting our house ready and stuff for us to leave, yeah, so I'm here on my own. And what's what's that what's the house like over there that he has? Oh my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like that's the other thing. I'm looking at people like we have a house here and we have a mortgage here where we were lucky, lucky in virtual commas to save and buy when we did. But like the rent over there for the house, it works out at about, I don't know, 1200 euro, mm-hmm. roughly. And it's got a pool. It's got, it's massive. It's like four times the house that I'm paying the mortgage for here. And you see people in Dublin or, you know, the pressure rent zones. Yeah. 
where they're literally paying 16 to 18, 2,000 for a two-bedroom tiny apartment. Like... It's I mean, look, I mean, Bahrain is, Bahrain is commonly known as a reasonably safe place in the world. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't have some of the, the reputation that other places in the Middle East might have. So, I mean, no. yeah, and you know, and it seems to be fairly safe and it seems to be a safe place to go. I mean, the lifestyle, I'm sure you've looked into it already, generally yes, speaking, the absolutely. lifestyle. Yeah, because I have two young daughters. So we were kind of, to be honest, when it came up first with the Middle East, I was kind of, oh, because I wouldn't have known I would have had to investigate myself because I went along with the thing of, oh, maybe they don't treat women as well as they do here and that mm. kind of thing. And I was worried with bringing two young daughters. But it's quite a westernised place. Oh, no, no, it's quite... I, you know just I mean? generally, Bahrain is quite safe for women. Now, yeah, the, of course, there is. are some rules that you have to live by. In other words, they yes. don't accept drunken behaviour. Of course. <laughs> you know, and things like yeah. that. You know, so yeah. as long as you're not a raving alcoholic, you'll get away with it. <laughs> No, no, we don't have a problem. Not yet. That's why I'm leaving. Because <laughs> that's the way you'd end up if you stayed. If yeah. I could afford to buy it. So, I mean, so in other words, the only way you could stay in Ireland is by cutting back and having a lifestyle that wouldn't be fair considering, you know, you're all working hard. No, and I'm yeah. not, like, we wouldn't be people that'd be buying labelled clothes or driving flash cars or, do you know what I mean? Any of that kind of stuff. Like, we do all our shop. We don't buy an old brand stuff. All the things they're telling us to do that, with all due respect, most people in Ireland have been doing already for the last 10 years. And I, I want to say, listen, because I mean, there are people texting in saying they'd love to be going with you. Um, I but, love but, but, but in saying that, I mean, look, nobody, uh, I want to make this ultimate clear, nobody wants to leave Ireland. I mean, we love no. Ireland. It's a lovely country. It's a beautiful country. I've seen some pictures there of the Ring of Kerry over the weekend on Twitter. They were fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. a beautiful country and we love our country. But unfortunately, sometimes we're in a financial situation where, you know, we feel that maybe we'd have a better life somewhere else. Well, that's exactly that's what you're And it's not to. that we want to live the high life. We don't. Mm. We just want to live. Yeah. We just want to live. Well, you we want to live want a reasonably comfortable lifestyle. You want to have a, we, you don't want to be scraping by. No, exactly. But we've no problem just being able to cover the bills, go out for dinner occasionally, maybe go for a weekend trip or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't want to live the high life. We just want to live, not be slaves to tax and slaves to the ESB or whoever else happens to put up their bills that week. Like, I, okay. I'm i really worried for the rest of my family, my mother especially, staying here over the winter. I know, because it's just going to get so expensive. Rachel, I've run out of time. But listen, Rachel, it's been lovely talking to you. I'm kind of starstruck Thanks talking so to you now because I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking I'm to somebody so who's gone off to Bahrain. Tell him <laughs> tell him I was talking to you. You'll have to go listen to the podcast or something. Maybe. All right, Rachel, lovely talking to you. Oh, have a great day, you. all right? And, and by the way, the best of luck to you and your family in Bahrain. And I hope it's very successful at work out well for you real people real opinions real talk radio the multi-award winning Niall Boylan show I-